Welcome back to Brain Bites. Joining me today is James Green. James, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Blake. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Excellent. Today, we are here to talk about your favorite thing in IT. My favorite thing. Which should be everybody's favorite thing in IT, and that is identity. Yes, sir. Identity, identity, identity. So we are not talking about your social security number. We're no. talking about... Totally different podcast. Digital identity. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, but if you'd like to email us in with your social security number, mother's maiden name, we'll take care of that for you. Absolutely. We'll get you all set up. So identity. What is identity in the case that we're talking about Yeah, today? so as far as I'm concerned, identity is where IT is going. Um, identity or identity and access management is kind of go together. Um, identity is who you are. So that username and password you put in, the access management part of it is, okay, cool. You're in, what do you have access to? Right. And so the two go hand in hand and the two need to be managed hand in hand. So we have a lot of, uh, you know, being in IT, we manage a lot of different systems and, and end users have to log into various different systems in their daily workflow. A lot of those are now cloud apps. Right. A lot of those are still on-prem apps. Most of them, if not all of them, require a username and password. So as an end user, you're trying to keep track of all these disparate usernames and passwords and um, the kind of the leader in this space, uh, in this identity access management space is Okta, whom we partner with. And they put out a, a work survey uh, 2019, where I think 40% of users use the same two to four passwords for, ev- just for, for everything. Right. That's work. That's personal. And yeah. So, Bank and log into your computer at the office. Right. Exactly. So now how can I, can I just solve this problem with a password manager? You could. Something um, like RoboForm or LastPass. But again, that's all these different disparate systems. So if this one system is compromised, well, that password might be used for all these different systems. And so you have to go into 10, 15 different systems now to try to accommodate for this compromise. That's where something called single sign-on comes in. Right. So as an IT administrator, you want to try to gather up all these disparate systems and link them all together in one identity management platform so that one set of credentials can be used. So instead of having something like a RoboForm or a, a LastPass where it manages your credentials for, right. across all these different systems, you have something that's an identity management platform that is your one password to get into all of those things. Correct. You and get presented with like the start screen with, yep. the, with the tiles and you just click on the tile and it does backend magic and signs you in. Correct. Yep. You can do it through that way. Um, or if you go to the website, you go to their login page, it's going to redirect you to that very familiar, that whoever is your identity platform. Right. Whatever that sign-in page looks like, it's going to direct you to that. Another extra layer of security because it looks familiar. Mm-hmm. Put in your username, password. It does all the secret sauce on the back end, linking the two together. And so the security there is should something become compromised, if you have to lock that person out, you lock them out in one spot, and boom, you are locked out across the entire platform right. of apps. All of your sign into that, regardless of whether it's an on-premise application, a cloud application. As long as all of your apps are in that identity management platform, correct, you're taken care of. So, username, password, credentials. Mm-hmm. That's just one piece of this. So then you tie in like an adaptive multi-factor part of this. So adaptive MFA, that's where it evaluates each and every sign-on for all of those applications. So where were you? Geolocation, city, state, IP address even. Um, And it takes a look at those factors and so that it knows, okay, when some Blake is trying to log in from someplace he's never logged in before, this doesn't seem quite right. 
I'm going to prompt him for multi-factor. Right. And so that's the, so something you know, username, password, something you have, that's going to be your phone. That's that, or text message. That's the, the something you have. Um, the next step of that is something you are. So that's your, your thumbprint or your face. Right. Um, so that's that biometric data that you're allowed to layer on top of that just to give you that extra layer of security. And that's a step above what you, the term you've probably heard, conditional access. The step right. above conditional access because it's, it's doing a little bit of thinking. There's obviously conditional access. If I'm in my office, don't prompt me for MFA. Right. But it's doing a little bit of thinking there saying, well, Blake never really signs in at 3 a.m. And now all of a sudden he's signing in at 3 a.m. Let's go ahead and prompt him. Yep. Even if I'm in a spot where I'm supposed to be, if I'm in my office, you know, maybe a VPN or something and signing in at 3 a.m. And that's that's abnormal for me. It'll right. Prompt for that. Yep. That MFA prompt. And so, again, layering. Uh, you have a lot of systems now that are going towards a passwordless right. sign-in. And what's cool about that is from an end-user standpoint, it's like, great, I don't no have more, to remember no my password. Absolutely. From an IT admin security standpoint, it's even more secure. Right. So you've enabled passwordless. You go to the sign-in page, you type in your username. What Microsoft does, for instance, is it presents you with a number, mm-hmm. 30. Like, okay, cool. Well, now on my phone, it pops up and it says, hey, there are three numbers here. Pick which one is presented on your screen. So two false, one true. So you hit 30 on your screen. Well, then there's another layer there. I have to use either my face ID or my touch ID, and then it lets me in. So someone in uh, a foreign country, they go to our sign-in page, they type in my email address. They're they're not even going to get a password prompt. They're just going to get... 30. The, yeah, what's the number? I now get a pop-up that says, hey, what's the number? And I go, huh, I'm not trying to sign in. That's not right. Right, I don't see a number. But I'm secure because they don't even get the opportunity to try to right. there get is, into Right, there it. is no way to brute force that. You nope. can't just make a, a program that just tries every letter and number password Correct. in the world and yep. go. And now you have, uh, like Okta, for instance, they're introducing what's called factor sequencing. So based on the conditions of the login, you put in your email address, and then maybe it doesn't even prompt for the password. It asks for the multi-factor before it comes to the password part. Right. Um, so that's that factor sequencing. Okay. Yeah. Now, there's one more piece of this that we'll get to, but we're running up on our time here. But nah. <laughs> life I could go all day on I this. know. I know you could. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open probably the biggest can of worms right in the end right. and give you 30 seconds to talk about it. Excellent. There's one more piece of this, though, lifecycle management. Yeah, so lifecycle management. Again, it's all about identity who you are and what you have access to. And so through an employee's life cycle in a company, from onboarding to maybe going between departments to offboarding, various uh, applications are going to be needed, various levels of security are going to be needed. So different levels of access inside those applications. Correct. Yep. So all of a sudden you're going from accounting to sales. I'm removing you from the accounting department group, which immediately deprovisions you from all these accounting applications. I put you in the sales group, which immediately gives you access to all these sales applications. Now I don't have to worry about the fact that, oh, well, Blake still has access to our accounting system and he's not been in accounting for two years. Right. So we'll put that into into real application names, right? I'm working in QuickBooks every day because I'm in accounting. Right. And then you're saying, okay, Blake, you're going to go work in sales for now. You're going to you're, all you're going to do inside your identity management platform is click a button. It's going to deprovision me from QuickBooks. So I no longer have access to QuickBooks whatsoever. And it's going to build me an account in Salesforce because now I'm on the sales team. It's yep. going to build me an account in Salesforce with all the permissions I need in Salesforce as whatever role it is you've given me on the sales team. And you didn't have to go and do that manually in any of those systems individually. Correct. And again, it's, a, it's great for an IT administrator security-wise. And it's great for the end users, that great end user experience. It's a frictionless experience. 
I get what I need when I need it. Uh, especially from onboarding day one, everyone's right. been in the situation. Oh, I've started a new job, but it takes me two weeks to get access to everything that I need. No, right. Now you get it. Yeah. When, do, when am I going to get access to Salesforce? Oh yeah, we're working on that. We just got to, you know, Jimmy over there has got to make your account for you. Yep. Not anymore. You, you submit an onboard request and boom, it just, it just happens. In fact, it actually even integrates into some HR applications yep. that when you onboard the user into hr to get them hired to even submit their offer letter it starts building accounts on the back end so that when they start every they have everything they need so james i know you could go on i know for a few more days about identity <laughs> um james has been on the forefront of run, rolling out our deployment of identity management internally here at becca um and it is it's been eye-opening some of the things that we've been doing by hand or onboard offboards uh, of just our own employees and then shifting people around as they get promoted. It, it's it been, uh, he he and his identity management platforms have really increased our efficiency inside the company here. So thank you for that. And of course. Uh, we look forward to always learning and I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Have a good one.